Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hey family, this is Brian W., Mintone, California. My clean date is April 5th, 2022. My home group is The Zoo on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Today is December 5th, Uncomplicated Faith. When we find ourselves obsessed with the complication in our lives, we will do well to sharply remind ourselves of all that is going right. Just for today, Making Mountains into Molehills, January 19th. Once we have been in recovery for a while, we discover that unmanageability can be caused by things other than the use of drugs. Some difficulties we face are the result of factors other than our disease. This can especially as we put so much in gain freedom from our disease, developing ability to keep plants, set cheap gold ourselves, or skin ruts falling if we are in there. And when complications arise, someone cancels on us at the last minute. The bus is late. Money we were counting on doesn't come through on time. External complications are a fact of life, and they sometimes make our lives more difficult to manage. For people who are well-versed in unmanageability, our tolerance for complications, not of our own making, can be surprisingly low sometimes. Acceptance and faith often go hand in hand, especially in these moments. One real danger to our practice of faith comes when we obsess over complications. Rather than simply addressing an issue head-on, we are prone to begin thinking about it, and keep thinking about it about precisely how much the complication is interfering with our plans. Self-centered obsession is familiar territory for us. What better place for us to go when things aren't going our way? A member shared, I can have 99 things going right for me, but all I can think about is the one thing that isn't. Sharing with other addicts can help us move from obsession back to faith. When our sponsors suggest a gratitude list, It's not about pretending that difficulties or hardships don't exist. It's about getting a better perspective. Taking a more objective look at our lives helps us reconnect with faith. Yes, something is going wrong, but in many other areas, our lives are going better than we ever could have managed on our own. We will be okay. In fact, we already are. When something goes wrong, I don't have to pretend that I'm happy about it. I do, however, need to make sure I'm not giving it more attention than it deserves, especially when compared to all that's going right. Thank you for letting me read. Welcome back, everyone. This is December 5th, and we're here with one of my oldest friends, Justin P. What's happening, Justin? Doug, what's going on, man? Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Good to see you, bro. Justin, tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and give your home group a shout out. Uh, January 16th, uh, 2013 is my clean date. Um, just a little under 10 years, uh, go attend meetings in Sarasota, Florida, and my home group is Saturday night, basic tech study. 
Bro, I can't believe coming up on 10 birthday cakes, man. 10 piece. Becca, uh, my wife's actually picking up 10 tomorrow. So, yeah. Oh. We're rounding the mountain, Doug. We're rounding the mountain. You know? Well, you know, she's clean a lot longer than you. Like, yeah, she got that well, full month. You know, she, I, I had to have reason to stay here, dude. I had to have <laughs> she has that full month on you, bro. She had a month and a half. I said, I got to get it together. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he said, get around people that, that have what you want. <laughs> Put me right. All right, bro. What's your thoughts on uncomplicated faith? Man, Doug, I tell you, it's um, when I read that reading, you know, it really resonated with me. Um, they, they told me a long time ago that, you know, this is a simple program for complicated people. And, uh, and that really resonated with me. That's the first thing that kind of stuck out to me today when I started to, to read through that, um, you know, I've tried to um, kind of think my way out of this uh, mm -hmm. this this deal a, a long a long time ago. Uh, I consider myself to be somewhat intelligent, although mm -hmm. uh, some people may tell you differently. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but <laughs> depending what Justin they do, I guess. Right, right. You know, there's <laughs> BC and AD. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but you know, I. Um, I tried to think my way out of this for a long time, man. And, and, and I'm mentioning all that because, you know, that's the complexity I, I feel as though um, it comes with this thing is, is just trying to uh, not think outside the box, hmm. right? Like I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm always trying to think about, you know, how um, I'm always trying to think about how I don't need this or I've come to a place where I don't, uh, I don't need to attend as many meetings or, or all the stuff that goes with, you know, uh, with, with being here for a while and starting to try to figure out a solution, you know, and, to, to talk my way out of this thing. And, and, and I'm wrapping that all into the complexity of this because, you know, that's what, that's how my disease comes at me, right? That's how my disease comes at me. It's, it makes me be a, uh, a thinker, right? And, and I'm not in good company when I'm by myself thinking, no, I hear you, bro. It is, it is kind of funny, man. We get that perspective of saying, look, um, you know, let me, it, man, this is working so well. Let me stop doing it. Like, what the mm. fuck? Like, what, what do we do that for, man? I don't know, Doug. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, it, and it's, it's with anything, man. Like if I get on, if I get on like a, um, I don't know, like a weightlifting program or a diet, you know, what, whatever it is, man, you know, a financial, you know, exercise, what, what, whatever it becomes, I'll start to see some results. And then it's like, Oh, you know what? The pain lessens a little bit, you know, or, or my, my, my clothes are fitting a little bit better, you know, lose a couple mm -hmm. pounds. My clothes are fit. Fuck it. Let me go off, man. Let me just, you know, let me go destroy the buffet real quick. Dude, listen, I, Thanksgiving just came up, uh, came and went and uh, you know, and, and I had been losing a little bit of weight. And so, you know, I had a piece of pumpkin pie in one hand, a piece of apple pie in the other, you know, I'm like, these pants fit way too good. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, man, you know, it, it's something I've always appreciated about you is, is your ability to, to laugh at yourself, you know, that sense of humor piece. And I think, you know, the living clean talks about it too. It's like, look, this sense of humor that we can, that we can have in recovery, boy, it takes the edge off of some, I mean, what, what's the alternative? to sit in my bed and cry, right? You know, I mean, because life's going to show up, man. And I think that's what this text is kind of, kind of looking at 
this reading for today is kind of saying, hey, look, we're, we're clean and we're on the journey of recovery. That doesn't that doesn't say, hey, um, life's not going to show up. It's all roses right now. No way, man. Mm-hmm. Like, no way. Like, life still comes up like shit still goes wrong. But do I obsess on, hey, you know, this is wrong in my life. I can't stop thinking about this. Or do I do I get into the gratitude of man, my life is better than then then I, I I couldn't have I couldn't have wrote the script out and and be half as good as it is now. Mm, well, great points. And you know, it talks about the uh, it talks about the 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 obsession and and obsessing about uh, obsessing about things. Uh, for me, you know, when I'm when I'm obsessing about other things, um, it's usually just because I don't want to look at myself for one reason or another. Mm. Um, you know, and, and so I have to be really careful. It talks about how, you know, detrimental that can be to our recovery if we get into that obsessed thinking and and can't get out of it. Right. And, and you know, I'll start thinking too much about work. And by the end of the day, I've thought about everything but myself. Mm. And and that's something that I really have to look at, man, because why don't I want to look at myself? Why don't I want to look at myself in the mirror? Why, why am I neglecting Justin? Right. Like the, the person that that I should love the most is the person that I'm ignoring the most a lot of the time. And and mm-hmm. so that's where that obsession for me comes from. Right. That's what that's why I obsess about other things. It's just to not have to take a daily, uh, you know, practice a 10 step on myself, basically, and just kind of looking into um, how my day went. You know, did I did I ha- did I practice, you know, spiritual principles today? Did I hurt anybody? Um, it's real easy to not do any of that stuff when I'm thinking too much about work or other people or whatever it is. Right. And so when I look at that, I think about having to put myself back into that box, right. And just say, you know what, Justin, just go to a meeting. Mm. Don't hurt nobody. Go to a meeting, pray, call your sponsor, try to work some step works, do some literature and uh, go to a meeting and come home. Yeah. Our action items. Yeah. The action items don't change regardless of, of the situation. I mean, what you described there, those are action items for when everything is falling into place. And then when everything's all fucked up, like those action Mm -hmm. items are similar. Right. And just, let me ask you this, man. Do you, do you think, do you think a lot of this, a lot of this, like looking at things that aren't, aren't going well and kind of obsessing or obsessed on anything outside of ourselves. Do you think a lot of that comes from how we grew up? Like, I know, I know how you grew up in, in that hostile, you know, it's just like, we, we, we have this hostile, life that we come into recovery with and that shit just doesn't go away like you know when we get a clean date it's not like our life and our history up until that point bam you know we're we're this we're this new canvas you know to to paint a new person like we bring all that shit in with us do you think that has something to do with why 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 we're real keen to here let me let me obsess on this new hobby or this new woman or this new you know whatever it is so I don't have to look at me, man, Doug, that's, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Like, you know, uh, a long time ago, I, I, you know, I wasn't in the best, uh, I wasn't in the best situation with family, right. I had an, an abusive parent mm-hmm. and a long time ago, you know, I learned to disassociate myself with what was going on in the room. Right. And whether it be obsessed about basketball cards or television shows or just something to put me outside of the environment that I was in. Right. And, and take that uh, take that in the next 20 years. 
um, and I came into recovery, that doesn't mean that those coping mechanisms went away, right? Like I'm trying to obsess about things to take my mind off of what's going on in the room, even though I don't have to do that anymore, right? Even though I don't have to do that anymore. So that's where the work comes in for me. It's like, okay, let's put down those tools that I had before. They had a purpose, but Mm -hmm. they don't have a purpose anymore, right? And like, that's when it comes back to the basics for me and just working steps, calling my sponsor, praying and all that that I had mentioned before. It's a good way to get outside of your or to not get outside of yourself without really even knowing that you're not getting outside of yourself. Right. And and, and I think that I got to get tricked into looking at myself, Doug, because a lot of the time it ain't easy, dude. And a lot of the time it ain't easy. <laughs> Look, man, you know, it, it reminds me, it's like the carrot or the stick, you know. Look, I'm going to have to look at myself. I could I could look at the carrot. That's the reward, you know, that comes from it. But sometimes you're right, man. Sometimes it's like the stick. I need other people to tell me, what the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, bro, how, how, I know I shouldn't eat these, these um like these Oreo cookie things, you know, or whatever. And I try to save a couple bucks. I'm buying the, the store brand, you know. But anyhow, so so I know. They got these because- thin ones out now, Doug. They got these thin ones out now. I can slam about seven of them at a time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Justin, so, so, so one, I try to do this gluten-free because in my mind, it's like, well, fuck, it has to be healthy if it says gluten-free on a thing. You know what mm. I'm talking about? Mm. I'll eat so many of them. I'll be buckled up over my recliner. You know, like uh, rock it back and forth, saying I'm never overeating again. I'm never overeating. Hey, dude, as as soon as I start feeling a little bit better, my mind goes to, man, you think I could have a couple more? <laughs> what the fuck? I came home the other day. We're talking about Oreos. Becca literally had this thing on the counter. It was thin, thin Oreos, dude. Thin Oreos. And I said, thin. <laughs> we'll see about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> give me all of them had about half a sleeves worth you know <laughs> hey bro thanks for taking your time to kick it with us man doug it was really nice and i appreciate you asking me to be on again i i've done this one other time and it's it's uh it's awesome every time i get to connect with you so thank you very much i appreciate it thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the anonymous podcast i encourage you all to focus on that magic six letter word others As we go out into the world, stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm